Hello, and welcome to episode 4 of For a Quiet Moment. I am your host, Nico Callaghan. I've been on a break of sorts, hence no episodes for a little while. My real-world work away from the digital realm picked up, despite COVID-19 rearing its head in my home city once again. For this episode, a return that I hope will see more consistent content coming from me, I'm taking a look at perhaps the opposite of the quietness I chose when naming this podcast. This time, I'm looking at what may just be the loudest sound in the world. But what could it be? Is it a rocket? A bomb? Let's listen and see. Watch out for the shock, it's coming. Holy smoking Toledo's. He's not wrong. That bang is the eruption of the Mount Tavuva volcano in Papua New Guinea, recorded back in August of 2014. Aside from the great pull quote, another incredible thing about this clip is the movement of the clouds. Just moments after the initial eruption, but around 10 seconds before the enormous shock, Watch out for the shock, it's coming. The clouds whip away from the volcano at incredible speed. It's worth pointing out that these clouds aren't sitting around the volcano in a way that clouds seem to hug mountains in the Himalayas or Andes. They're way above the mountain, likely sitting at least 6,000 feet above the Earth's surface. The incredible power of the shockwave is truly something to behold. Volcanoes occupy a peculiar place within many human cultures. It's no wonder, given their potential for extraordinary sound, sights, and destruction. Here's another. This is the 2018 eruption of Anak Krakatoa, or Child Krakatoa. This volcano sits in the Sunda Strait, between the islands of Sumatra and Java in Indonesia. It formed in the wake of the original Krakatoa eruption, which occurred in 1883. This event has lodged the now-vanished volcano within the collective consciousness of big volcanoes, joining a club of renown that includes Vesuvius and that one in Iceland that I'm too nervous to try to pronounce. Reportedly, Krakatoa's eruption was so incredibly loud that it ruptured the eardrums of people up to 60 kilometres away, and was also reportedly heard clearly by people four and a half thousand kilometres away. For context, that means people from Shanghai to Kathmandu to Adelaide would have been able to hear it almost simultaneously. However, this hearing of the sound would not have been as we normally interpret sounds as 
being heard. Instead, what would have been palpable was a noticeable change in atmospheric pressure. If you were there in 1883, you would have felt the sound rather than heard it. Those who are much closer to this unprecedented explosion would not have been able to indulge in this cross-continental kumbaya, however. At up to 150 kilometers away, the sound from Krakatoa's explosion would have easily registered at 170 decibels. This is the unit used to measure sound intensity, its pressure, or forcefulness, and the more decibels, or dB a sound has, the louder it is. How loud something sounds to you is not the same as the actual intensity of that sound. Sound intensity is the amount of sound energy in a confined space. The decibel scale is logarithmic, which means that loudness is not directly proportional to sound intensity. Instead, the intensity of a sound grows very fast. This means that a sound at 20 decibels is 10 times more intense than a sound at 10 decibels. Also, the intensity of a sound at 100 decibels is 1 billion times more powerful compared to a sound at 10 decibels. So to illustrate this, here's how some common sounds you might encounter register, and I've amplified or turned them down for clarity and ease of listening. Breathing. 10 decibels. A watch ticking. 20 decibels. Whispering. 30 decibels. A refrigerator hum. 40 decibels. An air conditioner. 60 decibels. The washing machine, 70 decibels. Traffic, 80 to 90 decibels. A motorbike, 95 decibels. car alarm, gradually getting to 5 metres away, 100 decibels. <laughs> A dog's bark, of course, 110 decibels. and firecrackers at 140 decibels.
but what of that sound of Krakatoa when it erupted in 1883? Remember, it was 170 decibels at 150 kilometers away. The sheer intensity of that sound would take on an almost unimaginable range of effects. You would be unable to breathe, or likely see it all from the sound pressure. Glass would shatter, fog would be generated, as the water in the air dropped out of suspension in the pressure waves. Your house at this distance would have a roughly 50% chance of being torn apart from sound pressure alone. Military stun grenades reach this volume for a fraction of a second, if they are placed up to your face. Survival chance from sound alone, minimal. You would certainly experience permanent deafness, but probably also, unfortunately, organ damage. Let's take a step back though. The kind of unparalleled destruction that the original Krakatoa caused will not reoccur, at least not for a very long time. To quote Emily Bronte, of all people, think of it as if Krakatoa burned too brightly for this world. For the foreseeable future, the conditions will not be fit for a monstrous volcanic event of 1883 to occur in this part of the world. Maybe. I'd like to think so. It's still a bit terrifying. But that's what you get when you deal with what is responsible for the loudest sound in the world. Thank you for listening to this episode of For a Quiet Moment. Please take care, stay safe, and help out those in need if you can. I'm your host, Nico Callaghan. Until next time, thank you.